Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stressless Podcast. I am Maritza Molis. I hope you guys are doing well and you're recovering from Christmas Eve, Christmas, and all the fun, fabulous food items and cookies and all that great stuff, right? So I'm literally sitting here in my cubby hole, which is my little office area that's kind of tucked in in our master bedroom, and I'm looking outside the window, and in the Cleveland, Ohio area, there's lots of snow today. So we didn't have a white Christmas. It was actually pretty nice, but we are having a white New Year's Eve. So I hope you guys um, are getting ready for your New Year's Eve festivities too. And today I'm going to be talking to you guys about strategies to create a routine for your new year. All right, everybody. So I'm here sitting down with Jay. Say hi to everybody. Hi. (laughs) And I'm just going over some of the things that I have been grateful for in 2019. So that's what I like to do every year is go over the things that I've been grateful for, but then also go over the things that um, didn't go quite so well. So that way I can try to eliminate those things in the future, which, you know, for physical ailments and things like that, that's kind of hard. But there are some things you can do to kind of tweak your activity levels. So for instance, if you have a pen and a paper, you can write some of this stuff down. I write down what I'm grateful for. So for instance, I had my friends, they threw me a book release party when my first book came out. That was one of my most memorable, fantastic, fun moments. Um, Number two, the speaking engagements that Kevin and I had when we were able to speak at different schools and when I was invited to go speak at Miami University of Ohio to the speech pathology students. Those were some great memorable moments. Um, And also, you know, kids' birthday parties. I know that may sound kind of small, right? But we are parents and we have children. So the birthday parties were memorable because Jaden turned 13 this year. So he had a great time. And then Sebastian was eight this year. Julian turned 19 and he also graduated from high school and now he's a college student. So we had a lot of great moments that um, we were to be grateful for. Uh, Some of the things that like new things that I tried were the speaking and also going on a road trip with Kevin and Julian. Um, attending an indie author event and speaking there, which was pretty exciting. So some of the most important things that I learned in 2019 was how connecting with others is so important to lead a good life. I mean, we all know that in the presence of great company, it's so much fun and it's such a stress reliever, right? So this podcast, we've been doing well over a year and I wanted to do this so that way those of you who have kids with autism and kids with disabilities could try to stress less in your daily life because I know exactly what that's like. I mean, it can be pretty hard on some days. And um, so I just wanted to give you a couple strategies to kind of help you um, create some new routines for your new year. So that's some of the things that like, I just kind of go over my outline, but now I'm gonna get into the routine part. So you wanna jot some of this stuff down, here we go. So, I like to talk about how to create um, energy, how to thrive in our relationships, and also how to start doing new things, like being creative and things like that. So, let me go through my notes, and here we go. All right, so, what's most important to you? Answer that question. So, you can write it down. What is most important to you? So... You know, you have all kinds of distractions in your daily life, right? Because some of you guys are also working full time. But what is most important to you? And how can you avoid distractions 
in your life in 2020. So what I mean by that is how can you how can you avoid those things like you know like the unwanted social media time or always checking your phone or emails and stuff like that. So what is most important to you? You need to write that down. Number 2 question is have you ever lost your focus on what you're fighting for? So these two questions I just kind of want to um I want you guys to think about them. So when I asked you what is most important to you? Like I was telling you, well, you know, I was thinking about the things that I'm most grateful for. So you can, you know, write those things down, eliminating your distractions. And then have you ever lost your focus on what you're fighting for? So I can admit that I have lost my focus on the things that I wanted to do for other people. Like this past year, I really wanted to do speaking engagements, but for some reason I just lost my motivation to get out there and to, to make phone calls and things like that because Well, I was tired because I was out of commission for a little bit, almost two months. I was unable to walk. I was walking with a walker. And for some of you guys that have been in that situation or have had a a severe illness, you guys understand that it's like you're kind of sitting there like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, I can't really do much. So in answering that question, you know, if if you're in that process now on New Year's Eve where you're like, you know, I'm sick, I have cancer and a child with autism, or my husband or wife just left me, and I have, you know, kids and I'm a single parent, or I'm doing all these things. Don't lose your fight. You know, even if you're sitting there and you're sad and you're depressed, and you may not be able to do the things that you were able to do before, just still show up. You know, get up in the morning and really try to find those things that are important to you that you're most grateful for. So those two questions, I was contemplating on the other day, so that's why I wanted you guys to write that down. But now, here are the points that I was trying to make. (laughs) So, I know Jaden's laughing at me like, Mom, you're all over the place. Which, he's right, I am all over the place. But, that's what happens when you drink a lot of coffee. So, let's go into the routine. So, number one, meditation time, prayer time, God time, and physical time. So, that is number one okay that's all lumped into one when I wake up in the morning I talk to God I don't look at my phone unless it's the Bible app so the Bible app will pop up and I also have a notification to remind me to read a scripture for that day and then I go downstairs get my coffee sit and talk to God for a little bit about what I'm grateful for what I need for my family uh, what I'd like to do for other people and then physical time So that's 10 minutes of moving my body, Uh, working out, doing some cardio. Um, I just told you guys that I had a hard time because I was walking with a walker and I wasn't walking and things like that. So my cardio time literally is like 10 minutes and I get my heart pumping. I'm sweating a little bit and that is all I need on a daily basis to kind of get me going for, you know, energy wise. You guys may have it different. You know, I have some friends that are hardcore because they can do stuff like biking or on a treadmill for like five miles and things like that. If you can do that, do it. I mean, I encourage you to. (laughs) If you can't, take it easy, but still do some activity every day. All right, so that goes into the energy profile. Number two, write out what's needed from you as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, as a ministry leader daily so what's needed from you right what is needed from you you know do you have you know to go to the grocery store 
Do you have to go to, you know, your child's school? Do you have to take them to the doctor? Do you, you know, those kinds of things. Those are important things you need to know what's needed from you in these different areas every single day. Um, and that helps you with, you know, um, connecting in your relationships with your spouse, with, you know, your your kids, with your friends, with, you know, church family with um, your parents, whatever it may be, just write down what it is that's needed from you for that day. Um, Number three, write down those three things that must happen that day. What is is it that must happen that day? Whether it's like, oh, I got to get an oil change or I really have to go get, you know, um, some new glasses, whatever it is. It has to be those three things that must happen that day. And then number four, create something. Have creative time in your day. You know, whether it is, you know, doing crossword puzzles, drawing, writing, because that's what I love to do. I love to write and read, sing, make songs, make melodies, whatever it is that helps to get your creative juices flowing. That's the thing that you should be carving out time for every single day. And I learned that this past year, you know, that that's important. You know, I had um, put in worship time in my my daily creative time because that's the time where I just love to cry out and sing out to the Lord and it's just so much fun when you're able to be free and doing those things that God really gave you those gifts he created to you to do those things so so those are the the areas that I want you guys to focus on you know and to develop a new routine for 2020 focus on your energy how you can bring that up focus on how you can foster relationships with your you know family your friends, um, church family, whatever it may be, and also focus on being creative for 2020. You know, do those things every day, and I promise that if you really connect to those things, that you're going to have the best year ever. The stress-less skill for the week is to create energy, foster relationships, and be creative. The scripture I have for you guys is in Colossians 3, verse 23. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So I picked out that scripture because I really believe that when we do things just out of our own selfish ambitions, you know, it never really works out well, right? So when we do things and we focus on God as the person that we're doing it for, like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this for you, that, you know, you, it's a positive thing and you'll definitely feel the peace that comes with all of that when you're really doing things for the Lord. Right, Jay? So tell everybody. Say, do it all for God. God. That's right. You tell everybody, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's right. Happy New Year, everybody. And I pray that um, in 2020 that you guys really do focus on creating that energy for yourself, fostering those relationships, and being creative. I love you guys. I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.